What's up guys? Welcome to the 34th episode of the Untitled Gadget podcast. And of course it's the rare occasion that I am hosting the episode because uh Dhruv isn't available right now. He hasn't I mean from what we hear he hasn't slept in two days so he's catching up on sleep. So Harish and I are here to talk about whatever has been happening for the past 2 3 weeks in the world of technology, gaming and everything else so harish how's it going man it's been a while since i have spoken to you as well yeah man i did not imagine that november would be this hectic but that's the way this year is going right um in the last 10 days all i've done is sit and cover deals there's so much going on over in the us for black friday and cyber monday and, i know yeah all that so yeah that is you sound exhausted as well i i don't even can imagine what you're going through oh dude it has just been a crazy amount we usually go all out for deals coverage and this year has been particularly busy just because all these retailers started sales earlier because yeah yeah because it's all mostly online now particularly this year so yeah lot to cover uh we did a good job with it but yeah man I know. I've been saying that. Did you guys uh, do like six hundred stories last year for Black Friday, something like that, of all the deals that were possible for people to get on your website, right? Yeah. Uh, I Somewhere think, around there. I think we easily crossed that this year because I was averaging around nine or ten deal posts a day, and that's just me. And we have like a huge team, so yeah, I'm pretty sure we <laughs> beat that. by some margin this year it's kind of, it's it's kind of similar for us for diwali but it's not so extensive as you guys like for people who don't know black friday is the biggest sale event in america for almost everything from electronics to clothes to what not and if you haven't seen videos online usually people would line up for hours you know just just camp outside uh, retail outlets to buy whatever they want and sometimes stampedes would happen sometimes people have died as well just because they want to get the best deal and, and of course this year because of covid everything is online um and and particularly <clears throat> people who've been trying to get the best like you know people are working from home so everyone needs a new laptop everyone needs a new phone everyone needs something new yeah right so black friday is a time when everybody just goes all out yeah fun times though last year we were in the us at this time so we actually went to stores and uh, i bought a ton of stuff i remember filling up like most of us would case with stuff i bought on black friday friday but yeah this year i didn't buy anything did you manage to pick anything up uh i shopped on aliexpress they started their sale as well i did pick up from the us the nintendo game and watch the handheld console that they have right. i've always wanted the original but they did a reboot of it some in the us it's available so i asked my sister to pick it up for me but that's only that's the only thing that i got from the us but on aliexpress few days before it got banned in india uh i managed to order a few things and they got shipped out so like i'm, I'm waiting like like the max safe charger and what not right it's too expensive in india so i got it from aliexpress like for 1000 bucks wow that's nice they already have i mean they already started yeah. making max safe chargers um like yeah so they already have max safe chargers and they do like when you attach it to the phone it does the same animation as the original one like it wow. makes a sound as well so it's like i think they've got a hand of the nfc chip as well right. for those charges oh that's pretty cool i don't know what they're doing uh, i don't know what they do same same thing for cases as well 
Oh, the MagSafe ready cases as well. Oh, yes, that's, yes, that's very cool. So I ordered, yeah, I ordered a few cases as well. Speaking of iPhone, Harish, now that you've spent uh, a lot more time with the phone, um, what are your thoughts on the iPhone 12? Um, you know, I've been juggling between the 12, the 12 Pro, not 12 Pro Max. um and there's i mean there for people who don't know like there are a few differences uh, that uh, you may not be aware of it may look the same on paper but it's really not but let's let's start with your experience with iPhone 12 now that you've had like 2 3 weeks with the phone yeah um i really like the 12 i've just used the regular uh, iPhone 12 for the last i don't know 2 or 3 weeks <clears throat> but i will be uh, switching to the pro max in a few weeks so i want to see how big of a difference it is between the two variants because i really like the regular uh, 12 uh, i've been suggesting everybody to just go pick it up because i like mm-hmm. the form factor it's smaller and i wasn't sure about the rectangular i mean that boxier design but now that i've used it for a while i actually like it a lot it makes a lot of difference from that metal sandwich that we've been used to on android right with the dual yeah. curve panels curve and, and yeah. whatnot yeah so it is a big change and i've actually grown to like it a lot um that's just on the design front and on the hardware i really love that oled panel i like that all three phones now have oled as standard and the panel is just fantastic still a bit let down that they didn't go with uh, 90 hertz or 120 hertz but i'm guessing mm-hmm. we'll see that next year it's not too much of a let down because iOS 14 is still plenty fluid in day-to-day use, so you don't miss it that yeah. much. It doesn't feel like you're using a, a display with a low tick rate, right? It does not, yeah. Um, but yeah, I I just I this is what I focused on in my review as well. I just like that iOS as a platform is good enough that even if you're fully into the Google ecosystem like I am, it's still a fantastic phone because that's what I highlighted. I use Google services throughout the day, and as a conduit for those services the iphone is a fantastic device because you're getting great battery life the camera is fantastic and you get all the same google services as you would do on any other android phone so that's the angle i kind of took for it on the side and <laughs> some folks are like oh yeah this is a good way to look at it but then everyone else like oh no how can you say that the iphone is a good phone is a better on an yeah yeah <laughs> i know what i know what all that means i mean so harish works for android central and it literally got android on it in its name so obviously people like how can you say iphone is so good when you write for android central come on guys it's just because you work for an android centric website does not mean you can't praise other platforms you know it's so weird that people don't get that sometimes it is and it's it's this year has been very interesting because that line between android and ios is i mean it's getting Good. blurred these days right because i reviewed android 11 for our site and i'm going to do a few features on ios 14 um there's not a whole lot that's different because over the last two years apple and google have basically just stolen features from each other and the result yeah. is that you basically get a similar kind of user experience um i even if you're using android or ios uh, the thing that i think you should focus on instead is what you want from a phone what sort of hardware level features do you want because i think the software itself is stable enough and the either platform is mature enough that you don't that there's no delineation anymore yeah Since you mentioned that you'll get you'll get to use the pro max in a few weeks i've been using it for a good 2 weeks now 
first thing you will notice is that display man it is gorgeous it's uh, unlike any display i've ever seen i've got the note uh, 20 ultra as well with me right. and i thought that had the greatest display i've ever seen pro max just takes it to the next level and it's surprising because samsung supplies these uh, panels to uh, to iphone it is most of them right. um and it is just a beautiful display to look at simply because the calibration apple has done for their phones um content looks absolutely beautiful it's hdr dolby vision um rate uh, ready and and um you know even basic youtube videos that aren't really like you know color connected or anything like that look absolutely beautiful on the display so that's the first thing you will notice um and when you mentioned that you don't know how big it's going to be and what the difference is going to be it's going to feel massive <laughs> i wish dhruv was here he would have said that's what she said <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but certainly it feels like it's a humongous phone that you're holding in your hand it takes a day or two for you to get used to because of that boxed off uh, squared off design right, right? like it it feels fairly larger than anything else you've ever held but once you get used to it the phone feels much um you know uh, better to hold it feels like the grip is better um like in your it fits in your palm perfectly right it's massive but it, you know it doesn't feel like it's going to fall off from your hand simply because of that squared off design and uh, oh man the way i mean if you thought iPhone 12 is premium Pro Max takes it to the next level. It's got that stainless steel body, man, and and oh my god, it it, it feels cold to hold, right? Like what what do you expect from steel? Right. And it feels, and then it's got that matte effect going on in the glass as well from the previous generation. Right. Um, it feels like a phone that has been made for people who want the best of the best. And nice. It's just phenomenal. And you know, the iPhone 12 has a great camera already, like. like it's spectacular but with the pro and the pro max especially with the pro max with the lidar sensor uh, especially in low light you can capture images so fast uh, in low light that you've never done before like even with night mode on it's super fast uh, you know like uh, sometimes uh, phones take a while to you know calibrate and present you the picture on your in your gallery with the iphone it's not like that um and the big i'll i'll post a picture on twitter i think the biggest example was during diwali i was on the on on the terrace not on the terrace in the balcony and i was smoking and all of a sudden there were fireworks going on and i was on my phone i quickly launched the camera and managed to capture a picture of a firework in a span of 1.5 seconds yeah i ne- i never thought that would be possible with the phone and it's a spectacular image and it's a night mode image too <laughs> 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 that's nice so, uh, um but are there any differences as somebody who's used all three models uh, what do you think is the difference uh see if you want to be uh if you want the best of the best pictures and you want the best video possible let's say you don't want to own a phone and a gopro right mm-hmm. the iphone 12 pro max and even the pro for that matter you know uh, fills that void the video quality on these phones and even on the iPhone 12 it was incredible but on these it's next level it feels like like you can be a blogger on youtube with just with this phone even the audio that is captured with the phone like you don't need an external mic it's so so good and and even in low light the cam uh, the video is so good i never expected that um i mean I, of course it won't work perfect like absolutely perfectly in pitch dark environment but 
if there's a hint of light it will it will be a very good quality image and a video as well and that's one thing that i was astonished by that even the google pixel uh for what it can do it's a great photography camera right but but the iphone keeps all the color natural colors right it doesn't oversaturate anything and same with video as well sometimes it feels like there's video mode work, uh, sorry light mode working in the video uh, mode as well <laughs> <laughs> it's that good <laughs> yeah I've, so yeah i've realized this last year when i started with the iphone 11 that it is on an on an entirely different level versus android phones when it comes to video recording and i'm glad to see that that has continued uh, with the pro max it definitely feels like an interesting phone to shoot video Yeah like uh, I don't know if you saw some of my images from the series X some of the product shots are from the iPhone <laughs> nice and I could not believe what it was capable of doing and they haven't even launched launched the the raw format right. uh, it's in still in beta right now and once that comes out uh it's limit this phone can do limitless photography man yeah. it's uh, and 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 for people who want that level of photography from a phone nothing beats the Pro Max in my opinion right now uh pixel 5 4 5 uh but i don't know 5 yeah i haven't used that so i don't know but the pixel 5 is not available here one of the reasons i went with that angle for my review is that google doesn't sell the pixel 5 in a lot of countries it's still just limited to nine markets globally yeah. um so yeah. if you want that i mean if you want a reliable phone what are you, what do, what are your options in india you have the note 20 ultra you have the iphone 12 series and the iphone and then you have the s20 which is somewhat discounted now so yeah yeah it's a shame this is where i miss huawei huawei was doing some great work with video as well it was that was what i was going to say just now it's a shame that huawei no longer sells it i mean has the ability to install google's gms but yeah that was that's a big letdown because it would have been that ideal android alternative right to iphone i think my favorite android phone of all time has to be mate 20 pro that was i don't know what that phone was capable of like i mean that fa- the phone was in my opinion perfect <laughs> the camera was incredible the build quality was perfect i mean p30 p40 came later on but i don't i think the pinnacle the uh, huawei hit for smartphones was with the mate 20 pro and i really really adore that phone yeah uh, um and um yeah i think i wish huawei uh, you know comes back and and starts challenging uh, uh, apple as well uh, in that photography field because they really were that good samsung still hasn't achieved that in my opinion i could be wrong but in my opinion it's it's it was huawei who was leading the photography camp for android yeah samsung is what i would consider a mainstream choice because it plays it safe just because of the fact that it knows its audience really well i mean samsung audience <clears throat> don't really care about having that kind of caliber um i mean that mm-hmm. that level of yeah um so i think that's why samsung kind of plays it safe when it comes to image processing for its cameras uh, because it knows that it has like a wider range of users that it needs to cater to but huawei was going after that enthusiast user base right it went with that yeah it rolled out all new imaging modules and their sense and those sensors were fantastic for what could, they did yeah like the, yeah 
the RYYK things. Anyway, so yeah, let's see if 2021 sees Huawei getting back to its, I don't know, heyday of 2019. Back to its feet. <laughs> yeah, it's actually selling crazy well. I mean, whatever it has lost out in global markets, it actually made up for in China. So it's still seeing that same sales momentum. It's just that, uh, well, we don't get to use its phones outside China. Well, nobody outside China gets to use its phones. Yeah. Speaking of Huawei, remember, uh, I think it was the last episode of two episodes ago, we talked about that Android OEMs is going to copy the iPhone 12's design. Yeah, fine. You saw that? You know what I'm talking about, right? I do. <laughs> Huawei literally copied the entire thing a week after its launch. Yeah, literally a week after. I, I figured at least it'll be like a few months and we'll see it in February or something, 2021. <laughs> yeah it's identical including the camera module as well it's it's so funny but hey I, we called it and you know it happened yeah um but but when you were asking the differences between the three phones uh four phones actually iphone 12 mini is also there we keep forgetting but that's a cute small phone for people right. who don't want a big big ass screen um differences in performance is huge by the way like people see uh Casual users, you know, who day to do, uh, who uses the phone for day to day activities like browsing social media, making calls, texting, will not notice this. But the 12 Pro Max is a super fast phone. Um, I think it's got 6 GB of RAM as well uh, to facilitate that. And um, I played a few games uh, like Genshin Impact and a few Apple Arcade games like um, um, Samurai Jack and, and Ocean Horn and whatnot. Um, they'll performed phenomenally on the 12 pro max uh 12 pro as well um it was just like i've never gamed like that on a phone ever and and i'm not exaggerating this it's it's a combination of the processor the gpu the display it felt like a full-blown experience you all you need is that razor kishi gamepad right. and you're set for a portable gaming device and that's how it felt interesting um i didn't think there would be any difference in terms of performance considering that it also has the a14 bionic and it's at the same frequencies but huh maybe because it's not throttled as much because there's more yeah. headroom for thermal management mm, could be the case yeah yeah um, and a simple geekbench score also shows that it's, there's a huge difference between the scores as well huh. so yeah <clears throat> But yeah, all in all, I think uh, the 12 Pro, 12 Pro Max are spectacular phones. Shame is too expensive in India, man. It is. It's a shame. How much is the Pro Max in India? It's, I think it starts at 1,24,000. Fuck. Wait, it's 1,29,000, right? 29,000, yeah. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Oh, uh, that's the Pro Max. And the Pro is 1,9,000? Yeah, something like that. Wow. Uh, Damn. I mean, in in that context, iPhone 12 actually feels like a decent bargain at 80,000. Yep. Yeah, it it feels like a... I mean, if your photography needs are just posting pictures on social media, um, the 12 does that pretty well. Yeah. You don't need anything more than that. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the, our exp- I also got to experience the... Since we're talking about Apple, the HomePod Mini. Oh, wow. Uh, I, I'll briefly talk about it. It's a tiny, tiny speaker that is capable of delivering insane sound <laughs> i mean better than uh every, i mean better than anything i've used of, of a similar size uh and uh even the new echo 
I mean, it's the echo sounds a little bit better, I would say. But for people who just want to get into the Apple ecosystem, who want to manage smart devices at home via HomeKit devices, for example, um, the 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 HomePod Mini is a great starting point. To be honest, it's got everything that the HomePod has. The hand of you know, you can hand off music from your phone. You can control smart lights. It's just in a smaller um, size. Oh, nice! How much is it in India? It's for nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Oh, nice! And it has that's a good. That's a good price. And it is the same size as the regular Echo. Uh, the new one? No, it's not the same size as the regular Echo. It's a little larger, uh, smaller than the new Echo. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I was asking. The Globe the, Echo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Globe shaped Echo, the dome shaped, whatever the hell you want to call it. Yeah, it's smaller than that. Okay. But it's it's still incredible for the sound. I mean, it can fill up. My uh, the sound can fill up my room, which is a medium sized oh, room. Yeah, damn, that's nice. It's a little, it's a little. Uh, um, it's not that great at delivering low frequencies, mm-hmm. like uh, bass. If people don't know what low frequencies <laughs> need, but uh, the the mids and the highs feel spectacular on that. Well, I mean, that's always going to be the case from a device of that form factor. Yeah, it's the driver size, to be honest. Yeah. Interesting. But setting it up is seamless, just like the whole part. You just keep your phone next to it. You got to be on the same Wi-Fi and you're good to go. Damn, man. I really like how easy it is to set up these devices. I want Google to take that, steal that, um, setting up an iPhone, that thing with the QR. Not the QR, the cloud, yeah, whatever. Not. The, the little, the, whatever the animation yeah. it has and it scans it. So that's exactly how you, you set up the HomePod as well. Uh, there's a touch screen on top, right? And it eliminates uh, ah. some light. And you just scan it with your camera, with your phone, and that's it. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I want to see these on Android phones because I switch between them like once every 10 days and that would make my job a lot easier. Yeah, <laughs> man. And, it just, and, 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 and not only that, it basically uh, copies your phone yeah. when you're switching between two iPhones. Like, your apps will be... Like, sometimes, you know, you have... Uh, muscle memory you know exa- or you know or your memory is works in a way that you remember your phone's layout right. and the apps and their layout and that's exactly how the new phone is as well yeah when you set it up i love that i actually really like that yeah absolutely oneplus does that as well oneplus also does that by the way i mean they all have their own clone software thing right uh, but yeah. i haven't used their clone service because for android i automatically switch to the google thing yeah, yeah. oh well all right, I think we've talked enough about iPhones. I know you've been playing with other new tech. So you want to walk us through the Xbox Series X? Yeah, so uh, in case you guys haven't heard, we went in depth with the Series X with Rishi uh, last week. But uh, I haven't spoken to you guys about it. And and and, and I mean, it's a phenomenal console. Um, largely, it's a phenomenal console with the fact that you don't have any games to play on. <laughs> any, at least <laughs> at least first-party exclusives. Uh, I mean, Assassin's Creed Valhalla and uh, Yakuza feel like launch titles for the Series X. Uh, but what's great is that the loading times on the Series X is phenomenal. It's faster than my PC. Um, sometimes, uh, Valhalla, I don't know how, you've, you've been playing it on PC, right? Yep. How long does it take for you to load the game, let's say, between loading screens? Between loading screens, uh, about 5 seconds, 10 seconds. But for the game to launch, uh, there's a considerable wait time. I think it's like 50 seconds or so. 
Yeah, that's because it's checking with online services and whatnot. Yeah. We soft connect and shit. Forget that. Uh, but like five, six, five to six seconds, right? On the Series X, it's two to three seconds. What? Sometimes, sometimes even faster if you're in the same location. Like if you're not going anywhere to a new location. So it's near instantaneous. It's near instantaneous. Uh, no, um, on this on the Yakuza, it's instantaneous. On Yakuza, like a dragon. Right. Uh, it's one to two seconds on the Series X. For Valhalla. Damn. And, and that was... To- Sorry, Khan. Sorry. And Valhalla is a dense game. Yeah. It's in no way a game that has a linear design, level design, right? Yeah. It's an open world uh, franchise where it's full of fucking cities and buildings and, and flora and fauna and you name it. <laughs> it's got... It's, it's, a, it's like a simulation and it's incredible to see that the game can load so fast on the Series X. So... It's incredible. Uh, you've been playing it at 4K, right? So I've been playing at 4K and 1440p. 4K, so I explained the last episode, like I have bad eyesight on my 4K TV. Since I was at a distance, I was getting, my eyes were getting a little strained. But yes, 4K, I think it runs between 50 to 60 frames easily oh, fuck. on 4K, which is incredible for Valhalla. And on 1440p, it's like butter smooth. Everything is butter smooth. Nice. And uh, and uh, the, even with motion blur and and you know art well not it doesn't games does the game does not support RTX but yeah. you know with Yakuza there is RTX support it runs phenomenally some similar to my PC I never expected a console would perform like my PC right yeah. I thought I was years ahead of the console generation <laughs> when I built this and now I'm like fuck we're on the same level now it it does feel <laughs> that way and this is the first time console players have had this level of performance right so. It is an exciting yeah. time and that basically means games will look good across the board because there's no performance differential. For at least the next one or two years <laughs> and then we'll know what PC is capable of. Yeah. I mean, to put it in a perspective, you've reviewed the 3070 and 3080 as well. Yeah. Uh, graphics uh, fidelity, Graphic fidelity is at par with 3080. Wow. That's saying a lot. Yeah, that was bound to be the case. But then I think these consoles have slightly more headroom as well because i don't think that they're yeah leveraging the full potential of i mean the video card that not at all yeah so it should be interesting to see where well how next gen games take use of particularly that ssd for loading screens because that's very exciting yeah yeah, if games become larger, then you know, obviously loading times will increase, and then we get to see. And of course, SSD is gonna wear down as well in the five in the next five six years. You will see some throttling happening. Nice, because you know it it wears down. Yeah. But to put things into perspective, I was I actually reviewed Valhalla on the PS4 Pro. Ah. <laughs> and then and then and then I uh, requested Ubisoft to send me the game for the Series X as well for the Series X review, and they were very very. Uh, um, you know, they gladly sent it on the PS4 Pro between loading screens, and I'm not talking about the first boot up from the start screen. Right. It took around 40 to 50 seconds to load. What? The just in between so the imagine. just in between the loading screens. Yeah, <sighs> just between loading screens, between cutscenes and whatnot. Right. So you could imagine, like, my experience when I moved from the PS4 Pro <laughs> to the Series X. I was like, "What the fuck? Like, what the hell is happening? Like this." is the one feature that I was like, it feels like next-gen. Nice. Um, you know, uh, it looks pretty on the PS4 Pro as well, there's no doubt, but it looks way, way prettier on the Series X and on PC as well, because you've been playing on PC, right? Yeah, I've been actually playing it on the Xiaomi 
uh, gaming monitor, this monitor. 34 inch ultra wide and it looks amazing. Um, this monitor isn't as good a panel as the Dell monitor <clears throat> was using before, but this ultra wide mm-hmm. screen, I love it now. It's so fantastic for gaming. I'm That's probably because it's a 144. VA or a TN panel, yeah, right? Yeah, it's a VA 144 Hz panel. VA is still better than TN, yeah. man. TN is where it looks garbage. VA is still better. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's a little below than the IPS screens that we're used to. But, yeah. Um, Samsung is going to send me their G9 Odyssey soon. <gasps> nice. Oh, no, uh, G9 or G7, one of the two. And I was like, listen, uh, whatever you do, if you're sending me the 49-inch version, please let me know in advance because my ta- yeah. I need to clear shit from my phone. Yeah. <laughs> 49 inches is bonkers. Yeah. But that's a VA panel as well. That's QLED VA panel. So, right. I don't know how that's going to be. Let's see. Let's see. I don't, I don't know. Um um but yeah i mean uh, just to put into perspective i also you played yakuza on pc uh, like a dragon mm-hmm. um and it looked at par man i mean in fact yakuza as i said it loads instantaneously on my pc right. i think it's a pci 3 ssd as well uh not pci 4 and like the series x um it loaded in like 5 seconds on my pc and 1 second on the series x same game same settings hmm huh. nice Certain 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 games give you settings like PC where you can adjust Correct. the texture quality and and whatnot right. on the Series X, which I've never experienced on a console ever in my life. But what about the size of the thing? Um, did you have issues putting it? <clears throat> no, it's actually quite. Uh, if you're putting it vertically, it's not. It's not um, large at all. It's a little tall. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, if you plan to keep it vertically, it should be fine. The only thing is that. <clears throat> since the exhaust is on the top right you need a little headroom for heat dissipation right. if you're going to not have any if you're going to keep it in a cabinet and there's no space in between the between the yeah, yeah. the surface of the series x and whatever it, it, it may throttle yeah. uh, in my case i didn't do that mistake uh, you can also keep it sideways it comes with these uh, rubber in i mean rubberized tips right so that it's indicative of which orientation to put it on sideways so they've put that nice little detail as well that is not i did not expect to see that nice i wasn't looking to get the xbox <coughs> series x i've been eyeing the playstation 5 but yeah i've been hearing a lot of great things about it and i want one now uh, it's a great console but since you already have a pc and a powerful at one one at that I would I would uh, advise against it because it's literally the same thing um uh, like yeah but for people who can't afford to build a 1 lakh pc but want games to run like it's running on a 1 lakh pc or above the series x is great for that yeah. it's, it's it's for 50 grand you're getting at par uh, of uh, performance in compare in comparison to my PC which costed me around two, three lakh rupees two years ago. If you put everything together, yeah. the motherboard, a GPU, and SSDs and whatnot. Yeah. Um, this is without the monitor and all the and, and the keyboard and the mouse also. So this is just the hardware components in my PC. And for fifty thousand bucks, you get all of it. Yeah, man, it's in, just incredible what they've done. That hardware. is definitely interesting um do we have any i haven't been paying attention to gaming news did sony announce when the playstation 5 is coming to india 
No, they did Fucking not. Fucking Sony. Uh, they still have it. The only thing that happened this week was actually my story that was picked up by everyone was uh, about people who were buying um, uh, consoles from the gray market. And Sony just commented that, listen, you guys, you want to buy this console, go ahead. But we ain't going to service this shit for you because you don't have the warranty, right? Uh, it's from a different region. Uh, PS5 consoles are certified by BIS. And only those consoles are serviceable or under warranty in India. So they won't be honoring honoring consoles but from other markets in India. I mean, that's kind of obvious. Okay. But since it's PS5 and, you know, every time there's there are new policies with each console, like in the case of Xbox, there was, it, it was still great to get that clarity. So that's the only news we've heard so far. Um, but... Are there any issues? I know there's always going to be an issue with like the early manufacturing units, but barring that, are there like any issues with consoles at launch usually? Not in terms of uh, like manufacturing defects, but like game, I mean, hardware related stuff. Actually, this this generation is a great example of that. Uh, PS5 has been having a lot of issues. None of it, to, well, most of it has nothing to do with the hardware, but mostly the UI <laughs> and the software that <laughs> And I've been saying it for years, Sony can't fucking build UI for shit. And that's same. This, the case is the same with the PS5. There have been download queues that have been causing causing the, the console to get stuck. And, you know, just sometimes brick in cases. Uh, sometimes in rest mode, the console is getting fucked up. And it's not starting. And it's not because of the hardware. It's because the it, it's clearly a rushed console by Sony. I actually thought that Xbox might be the, the fuck-all one when it comes to UI and operating system. Right. It turns out Sony PS5 is the one that has all of the issues. And and uh, and uh, in some cases, uh, some PS5 consoles are also shutting down because they're overheating. Oh, my God. Um, especially in areas... Uh, uh, Let's say let's take India as an example. We're it's a hot country, yeah. right? So it's and 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 sometimes if you don't have a good heat management, it's going to fucking shut down. Yeah. And and I know for a fact that someone in Hyderabad in your city is facing that issue right now. Um, he bought it. He bought it via Gray, and he's stuck. Wow. <laughs> and and that the thing is, Sony will fix this because there are parts of the US that are hotter right. as well as hot as India. And, and and other countries like Mexico and you know what part in Africa and, and, and the Middle East, you know, hotter yeah. places than yeah Middle East so they, and, and and it's officially available in the Middle East so they will fix that but when we don't know Sony has always been you know quite bad at fixing their shit and that remains the the case here as well for the PS5 with the PS5 and with the Series X there's nothing literally no problem well it's basically a big heatsink and a console added yeah. to it. And the UI works. Uh, the UI is identical to the Xbox One. Right. In my case, yeah, I was like, fuck, man. I, you know, this, this was a lost opportunity. But from in hindsight, uh, I can see that it actually works for in their favor. Um, I wanted something new, but they went with the same thing. But it's actually working. In the case of PS5, they went with something new. And it's breaking the damn console. Ah. So, yeah. Yeah, I was interested in getting a console for the living room TV because earlier I used to have a Shield TV connected there and I just used to stream from my machine to the TV. But now I put the Shield TV on the projector in the bedroom. So I want something that I can play on the sofa with the wife. And I figured, yeah, Xbox Game Pass is pretty cool and we can just play the games that we already have. 
I mean, yeah. I own most of the games that are on Game Pass, but I was like, ah, fuck it. If it's there, may as well use it on the sofa and then play on the TV. But then, yeah, there are a lot of games. There are a lot of games that are like good for couch co. Yeah, Game Pass. That was one of the reasons I was looking to get one. I figured I'll get the PlayStation Five, but fuck it. I think I may as well just pick up the Xbox. You you should get the Switch, man. There's some incredible games. Uh, uh, you and your wife can play together. Some incredible. funny games casual games you know sometimes even intense games that you can play um from stardew valley if you want to play that to like uh, you know mario kart to to super smash brothers uh, to arms switch it doesn't sound like a powerful console and i know most people uh tend to uh, brush that aside rush that console aside because of that but the game library on that thing is incredible especially when you want to play games together with people right i think it's the it's the only console that encourages people to play together right next to each other on the couch you know i think uh, the series x and the ps5 are very uh uh individualistic gaming type of consoles where you are just playing with friends online but in your own confined space and you don't want anyone interfering that yeah. or you don't want people coming and playing of course there are games that you can play together with your friends in the same room but switch defines that in my opinion yeah, i should get one i've waited this year because i figured that there would be a pro version and then i didn't pick it there up there will be one so yeah there will be one next year if you can wait in more yeah. wait longer fuck it i'm just going to get the pro version once it comes out <laughs> Yeah, it's it's prob it's next year. It's probably going to be timed with so next year is twenty fifth anniversary of Zelda, ah. and a new Zelda game is rumored to come out. So I think the Pro model will be launched with that game, just like how Breath of the Wild launched with Switch. Has it been so, yeah. that long already? How long ago did the Switch launch? Uh, it launched in two thousand seventeen. Oh shit! Okay, three years. Yeah, Nintendo does not follow the traditional generation. Uh, cycle. <laughs> they are. They do their own thing, and I like. And I love them for that. Yeah. They do their own thing, even with their games. Yeah. So, It's yeah. just irritating that they don't do anything in India. <sighs> they don't exist in India. Forget anything. Don't do anything. Doing doing nothing like Sony doesn't do with the PlayStation <laughs> is much more acceptable <laughs> than not even existing in the country. I know. Man. And you know, like, and India. I think. See, for Nintendo, I think India is the perfect market because. You know, just like Japan, people are always on the move in this country, and they like portable gaming. That's why smartphone gaming is such a big deal in the country. In Japan, the same reason why the 3DS, the 3DS XL, and and the Switch was so successful is because uh, the general population, even the mass market, prefers portable gaming over you know console gaming, right. traditional console gaming. And it's the same case in India. And if they just launched in India officially. This market will propel them to the next level. There's so many kids out there like who want to play games. Yeah, you know, not everyone has multiple TVs in their houses, right? But with the Switch, you don't need a TV. You can just play it in in your. Uh, that's why Game Boy, even though it never launched in India, it was so successful in India through K Mar- the grey market. There's a reason why Switch has outsold the Xbox One in India <laughs> in half the time. What? And it's not even officially available. Yeah, man. Xbox One sold like sixty, sixty-five thousand bucks, uh, say bucks or whatever, say sixty, sixty-five thousand units in its entire lifetime. In India, in India, since in India, and Switch since two thousand seventeen has beaten that record unofficially in the country. Wow! So imagine that, 
and then nintendo fails to recognize that they're just stupid okay that's they really should that's a story for you yeah. man for the for the us audience to see yeah. um you know like i've done the story but it's my audience is indian right but once the audience in america and europe sees let's say your story people will start talking about it yeah that's an easy just like how your sony yeah that's just like how your ps5 story like in india <laughs> did so well uh, um people got to see the trademark story and the fact that there's no launch date in india story all over the world it started trending everywhere it's, it you started that you know that right did i i was yeah. just having a laugh you don't know this i know <laughs> So it was all over YouTube. Even the even the influencers in invested media was talking about oh, it. Shit. It was because of your story. You don't know that. I mean, props to Rishi for doing the original story. Right. But it was your story that that made it mainstream. Ah, that everyone noticed it. Yeah, I'm gonna do the same for the Nintendo Switch. Then that's an easy. Yeah, you should. <laughs> yeah, that you should. I mean, I I just gave you why it should work. Yeah. It's portable gaming that everyone in India will love to do. That's why PUBG Mobile is so big because they don't had they didn't have anything else to play games on. Absolutely agree, yeah. And on that, hey, so, yeah, we so. we did a segue without knowing about it. Let's talk about yeah. PUBG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so PUBG Mobile, so I heard about the rumor uh from someone that I am not supposed to take their name before it was even announced that it was coming back in in the on Diwali or around Diwali. and that rumor turned out to be so true uh, because they announced a day before the wali that they're coming back right and they shot these ads and what not and now they're just i think they they've even established uh, a company like pubg mobile india private limited it's registered in india as an indian company now so they're going they're doing everything they can because you know pubg mobile no matter people i i looked down upon the game but let's be honest that game put gaming into the mainstream absolutely man at least the mobile mobile version i can look down upon it as much as i want but i can't ignore the fact that what that game has done for india yeah. and they're coming back and uh, there's no clarity as to when but it's happening uh remember that game forgy whatever the hell yeah so um PUBG Mobile India started taking registrations except you know started accepting registrations from the audience on some app called TapTap Tap. I don't know what the fuck that is <laughs> and it in in a matter of hours it was more popular than 4G Is that game live now I haven't paid attention to that no, after the not, teaser No it's not it's not it's not live and I doubt it's not is even going to come out again come back. Yeah figured yeah. as much that felt like they were just milking the PUBG ban Yeah they were just milking that PUBG man a uh, man <laughs> ban and uh, <laughs> of, of course I'm going to have some goof ups right <laughs> that's an image there <laughs> but yeah they are uh just coming I just hope they um they do a good I mean I want something new from them as well this is an opportunity for them to reinvent themselves correct yeah right I mean if you're going to give the same game as before that's just 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 being like oh we're just launching in a different name that's like poco and xiaomi doing the same phone with different names all over again yeah <laughs> <laughs> um if india is so important to them you know like uh, they have been doing content in the within the game with in app purchases for you know like you know with costumes and what not and uh, you know um basically uh, stuff that you can buy with money right but what if they so- do something out of the box like you know make a map 
that's based in India or you know influenced by India, India's you know um, countryside or whatnot. You know, like the entire topography of the of the country, right. and 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 do something different. Maybe add Hindi as a language support. I think I don't know if they have it. I think they have it. I'm not sure, but you know, like uh, if you add Hindi support, they can even go to wider audiences who don't read English, and and you know stuff like that. I don't know what they're going to do. But they are going to come back with a bang, and I know for a fact that esports uh, organizations are also gearing up for it. Like so in some cases, like I think one, 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 one company is doing a tournament with a prize pool of seven lakh rupees. Um, Qualcomm is getting into esports in India. They launched a tournament with Free Fire with a prize pool of fifty lakh rupees. Oh, nice! That's so. It's good to see gaming That's, getting some attention in India, even if it's mobile gaming. I mean, it's a yeah. it's a start. It's a start, and 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 as I said before, it's a gateway to other forms of gaming. Like if you play PUBG Mobile, and if you want a superior experience, a better experience, a more professional experience, you would eventually move to PCs or consoles, right? Yeah. And then you can take, and then it's like a trickle down effect. Maybe you know other forms of gaming will also start getting esports tournaments and stuff. Uh, it, they have been in the past for CS, uh, for CS:GO and and whatnot, but uh, thanks to one dude who <laughs> cheated in CS:GO for a second. You've heard the story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even I know that story. Yeah. Dot exe file that he made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or dot doc file. I don't know what the hell it was. So we change the configuration. People have sh- file something. Yeah. yeah, and he put aim uh, aim assist. Right. Not aim assist. Literally like aimbot on his on his in a live tournament so that has made people shy away from india for now because of that experience because you know why the hell not i would as well then yeah. you know if it's known for cheating and whatnot but with uh from what i've seen with pubg mobile players in india some of them are incredible even though it's very less effort to play these games it's not only how you shoot it's also how you strategize and they have the right brain for it okay and uh all right, should be fun. Um, do we know when it's coming back? Yeah. No, we have no idea. They've been just teasing the shit out of the game, but uh, I'm hearing it should launch before the end of the year. Oh, okay. That... Or maybe even sooner than that. All right. Wait. What the what the fuck? I... November is finished. Huh. Yeah, in the next two weeks, I can. It can happen. I'm not saying. Don't quote me on this. I'm not. I'm just making an educated guess. It's it's. A guess. It's not based on any rumors I've heard. Totally but writing yeah, a story. Anonymous source has suggested that PUBG Mobile <laughs> is coming back to India in the next two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Oh well. But yeah, I mean, but uh, I am glad we did this podcast. At least you got one great story idea. Yeah, I get to write about. It's a great story to do. Yeah, it's always fun. Yeah, Nintendo is. <coughs> Nintendo has its. I mean, Nintendo user base is always has always been there, right? They've always done things, as you've pointed out, differently from what Microsoft and Sony and basically everybody else in the gaming industry has done. And they have that. They have that niche and they're okay with it. So, yeah. Yeah. I, all, all, and I think that, see, Nintendo makes games for kids. A lot of the games are for kids. And where do you have the most popula- young population in the world? It's here in India. Mm-hmm. You know, and as an adult, as a thirty-two-year-old adult, I love—I still love their games because it's so much fun. I still love playing Mario. Yesterday, I was playing Pokemon, 
and you know like there's so many pokemon fans in india you have no idea like it was pokemon go is fucking super popular in india i know so that's just a testament uh, of what nintendo should be doing oh yeah you don't have to tell me about pokemon go when it <coughs> came out my wife went absolutely crazy we had to drive everywhere because she was fully invested in the game i she made me get into it i was like okay fine i'll play it yeah i never got into the pokemon <laughs> madness but yeah i understand that but you know you know what i never i thought it was a child's play thing as well that oh it's for kids right I got into Pokemon thanks to a friend last year. It's a lot of fun. I'm not talking about Pokemon Go. I'm the talking about the main cartoon? games. Oh, you're talking yeah. about the game. Oh, the, the game. Okay. The game. Cartoon I haven't seen yet. Uh, they tell me that's a li- it's a lot better because it's da- da- it can get quite dark. Really? But uh, the, yeah, like any anime, right? Mm. Uh, yeah. But uh, uh, the game are the games are fun, man. Fun to play. Hmm. Okay. Um I will play next year once I get a Switch Pro. Yeah. Cool. True. Um so what else has been going on? You've been playing Valhalla. You talked about Valhalla for a bit, but you you I've reviewed the game, I've, play, I've finished the game, but you've been playing it for a while. And you're a massive Assassin's Creed fan too. Yeah. You tell me what you think about that. Ah, uh, it's it's an interesting game. Uh I played Odyssey earlier in the year. So Mm. and that was still fresh when i started with valhalla there's a lot of fundamental mechanics that are different uh, now you have to count that you can't just aimlessly hit a gazillion strikes anymore you have to measure your strikes because there's that energy bar that goes down so and yeah. you also have to manage your health because it doesn't automatically regenerate so that's a fundamental rethinking of assassin's creed but i like this format it it makes it that much more challenging and you have to be measured mm-hmm. uh but yeah that is one change but other than that i like the story i like the fact that it's more open world and you can do whatever the hell you want just go explore uh that sort of thing is always something that i've been waiting for from assassin's creed and we got that sort of with odyssey but now it feels mm-hmm. like a full fledged rpg Yeah, I think uh, it's the best refined version of Assassin's Creed ever. Um uh you know in my review I called it one of the best RPGs of all time to be honest. Uh and I I'll tell you why. I really didn't think Valhalla would be in that category when I started playing. I was like first two was like oh fuck yet another Ubisoft game where I have to go look at towers and do some shit, you know. But it's nothing like that. it's a lot of fun uh, it's the story is i would say um uh, it's not a typical assassin's creed story right. it's little different it's little different how you do your areas like you don't have like you can climb these synchronization high points yeah. but it does it does nothing for example in previous games you would be your map would be full of full of icons and missions to do in this case they don't tell yeah. you there's just there's a beam of light that's and that's yeah. it you have to go investigate yeah. uh, what you have to do and it's up to you whether you want to do it or not um i like the fact there's no level gating also not see, there is some that's with any every yeah, rpg but not to the but extent not, as odyssey or origins yeah yeah it's it's fairly i mean you you rank up quite fast in this yeah. game and you know abilities most abilities are passive there are some some active ones as well which are quite fun to play like you know like with the arrows and throwing axes yeah. and you know you'll you'll see a, a bit more later on that some 
hilarious things you can do in this game. And you know, even the side missions, these small mysteries that you do, they're not like, oh, we're going to send you on the far <laughs> end of the map, right? Yeah. It's like it's right here. A lot of these stories are hilarious. Um, I don't know how far you have been in, but I'll tell. I'll, I'll give an example. It's not a spoiler or anything, so I can talk about it. I came across an NPC, right? And he had this <laughs> axe stuck in his head, <laughs> <laughs> right? And this was after a brief battle that he had with someone. And you pass by him, and he and he and he hails you over, and and you go over and talk to him, and he's like. And you know he's he's kind of zapped right after a heavy battle, but there's just the axe still stuck in his head, and he asks you, "Is there something stuck on my head?" And you're like, uh, and then you have various options. You know, you can reply either you can lie to him, yeah, there's nothing there, or you can tell them that you have an axe on your head, or and you, or you can just ignore him. And I was like, "You have, dude, you have an axe in your head. What the fuck are you doing?" And like, "Oh fuck, I had no idea there's an axe in my head." Uh, what will happen if you remove it and then you can lie to him oh you'll be just fine or you can tell him oh you will die instantly or whatever ignore him again or whatever just walk off i was like dude you're gonna die and he was like fuck it take out the axe because uh i think i've done my deed of uh, fighting someone defending someone whatever the hell it was you remove the axe and it's such a he dies in such a hilarious way that you can't stop laughing it's a very very uh funny uh, interaction you have with that character. Similarly, there's another mission. You do something for someone. He's on top of a hill. When you return to him, that tell him the job is done. He's like, "Oh, I can die in peace now." And he just jumps off the cliff and commits suicide. Uh, in a very funny way. <laughs> so it's I like what they've done. Right? Yeah. Side missions are not five. Most of them are not like will take you hours to complete. Yeah. In five minutes, you're done. Yeah. Ninety percent of the side missions are like that. So it's a lot of fun. So you know, like I finished the game. And obviously, I did not finish all the side missions. It, I because of these, they're called mysteries in the game, and because of these small stories, these hilarious stories, I went back to the game because I wanted to experience what else, what else these writers have done with the, you know, these situations. Yeah, I like, I like the direction, man. I definitely like it. I, it was the right call for them to go this way. Um, and one thing I particularly liked is their new streaming service, Ubisoft Play. That thing is insane yeah. because I just subscribe to it and I get to play Watch Dogs Legion and Valhalla and it costs like what thirteen hundred or fourteen hundred a month, dude. That, that's yeah. And by the time you're done with this game, you can cancel the subscription. Yeah. Um. I guess I will subscribe one. Uh, oh, maybe a few months a year because I do play a lot of Ubisoft games, but that's still great value for considering the fact that you get to play the ultimate editions of the game. Yeah, there's another one coming called Immortal Phoenix Rising. Right. Yes. I'm I'm playing that right now, and uh, yeah, I can't talk about more about it. But yeah, you can. That's another game you can check out later on. It's another RPG that uh, it's takes inspiration from Breath of the Wild. Yes. Quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, is it coming this so, year yeah. or early next year? Next week. It's coming next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Nice. <laughs> right before Cyberpunk. Which reminds me, I have to talk about a giveaway uh, in the end uh, in regards to Cyberpunk. So let's talk about that in a bit. But yeah, man, uh, quite a busy week for us. For me, it's all been about games, games, games and iPhones. Yeah, I only have 14 reviews left to do. So that's fine. I can get to those. Only by the end of this year? Yeah, by the end of the year. I mean, these are all accessory reviews. I finished all the market stuff. I only have the iPad Air left to do because... I wanted to take my time with it. This is my first time using an iPad. So I wanted to not do like a regular review, but more of 
what i like yeah what i like about yeah. it because i do a lot of this music production stuff and i've been wanting the ipad for that for a long time and it is amazing oh yeah you use ableton right yeah i use ableton so there's a plugin for, not a plugin but yeah you can control your all your channels and vsts and everything from the ipad yeah, yeah. but then i was also i got a, a launch pad well it's a grid launchpad yeah i got the launchpad so novation yeah the novation one yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's just that's an incredible piece of equipment it is. as well so i've just been having so much fun messing around with these things and the ipad air is just phenomenal i did not think i would use a tablet that much but yeah i do you know you have all the equipment you need for a live concert right now in your home do i yeah you got a novation launchpad yeah. you got an ipad to control uh, ableton and i'm sure you have a a sound card somewhere yeah i do <laughs> there you go if only i many if only i'm half decent at making music ah. <laughs> and yeah i've heard stuff man it's not it's not bad at all and all you need is actually a sound system that's all that's the one thing that you may not have for a concert yeah <laughs> no i don't have those yeah. towers yeah but yeah uh, but i guess uh, um i mean you're saying you're not good at it our intro is your music man what the hell oh shit i should make a new jingle yeah but those are like small jingles the 31 minute 30 second one minute and those are those things are fine do you know how do you know how much money there is in making jingles do you know that good jingles not random stuff yeah good jingles which actually no a lot of random stuff as well <laughs> I'm sure in India, a lot of random stuff as well. Yeah. Do you know how much money there is? I'll I'll talk to you about it uh, <laughs> when we get time after this podcast because I think you can make forget a living. You can make a killing with doing jingles in India as well. Hmm. Yeah, that's a thing I can do. Well, let's not talk about let's not talk about things we can do and potential and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's more fun to talk yeah. about games. So, anything else that you're playing that we you can talk about now? Oh uh, no. Actually no, I can't. I'm Pokémon. Oh <laughs> 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 the 3DS. Dhruv just repaired my 3DS and he's basically made it brand new so I'm just playing on that as well. Um but yeah, I mean uh it's been a hectic week man. I think this month was all about games like I think I have If I count all the hours, I think three hundred hours in gaming Whoa. for reviews. Fuck, that's crazy, man. That's like actually, yeah, I can't, talk, I can't talk about. But yeah, that's like a lot of time, right? Yeah, that's what seventy hours a week. Yeah, at least that's one game a week that I have to finish for review. Fuck, that's insane. And I thought I had it difficult by reviewing all these accessories that basically take next to nothing. Yeah. See. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's a different ball game. I mean, you can't compare the two because accessories. Uh, uh, you know, you can write about what your experience is on the game. It's very different because it's time consuming. That's the only reason why it's different. Uh, you both like you in games are reviewed very similar to your experiences with gadgets as well. The only difference is games take a long time to finish. At least these ones. Yeah. That's the only problem. Um, and Cyberpunk is right around the corner. <laughs> That's corner. <laughs> that's like oh yeah i forgot that, it's coming out next yeah a dev has played 175 hours of that game and still hasn't finished it fuck nice yeah 
so i don't know if i'm reviewing that game or not but yeah i'll know more soon um but what have you been doing man besides working uh i was off for the la- well for the week before this one and i took 60 hours or just under 60 hours to finish a book um it's called rhythm of war it's the latest installment in the stormlight archive it's this high fantasy series it's set in a yeah. it's set in a world uh it's a, set in a system called roshar uh where you have these knights called knights radiant they're basically wearing these iron man style suits and there's magic involved it's just an incredible world building exercise each novel is uh around 500000 words so damn this is the fourth one and i had a blast just taking a whole week to finish that so yeah that's what i did for huh. uh the week before this <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this week you've been just been looking scouring through the internet for deals 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 deals, deals. yeah i know all of all the deals <laughs> i actually uh, ended up buying a lot of beta stuff well my wife did because she knows how much i like lord of the rings she bought all that stuff for me we were going to order it to india yeah. she did that once for a birthday 2 years ago uh, but then the charge i mean the delivery charge to india was like 900 dollars so you tweeted yeah, that yeah 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 so i ended up just ordering it off to my sister's house so we'll go pick it up from the US whenever we're able to travel because i mean it's not like i need it immediately anyway so yeah if you like is it very heavy ah uh, no uh, i think everything is like total 8 kilos or something so i think your sister can uh, fedex it or even use uh, post because i'm getting my my game and watch thing mm-hmm. shipped as well and it, it's costing me around 30 dollars to ship yeah but these are all delicate collectibles so i'm like i do and it's yeah. not i'm it's not like i'm going to play with them or True. anything they're just going to be sitting on a desk somewhere so i may as well wait yeah that is true but hey if you like uh, lord of the rings stuff or veta makes other stuff too they have their sale on now so take a look they have some really amazing figurines yeah mm-hmm. i'll have a look yeah for sure for sure um i was speaking of figurines <laughs> i have been uh, which was one of the few things i bought from aliexpress as well uh, they had some really high quality uh, full metal alchemist and naruto stuff so i've been mm. i got back to watching uh, anime uh, in the past 2 3 weeks nice. i finished naruto completely including shippuden 500 fucking episodes and i'm on the last season of uh, full metal alchemist brotherhood but yeah i've gotten into anime again because uh, i was like and i saw queen's gambit also that's a spectacular show to watch mm. um, but anime full metal alchemist is oh my god uh, like i of course i didn't watch a lot of anime as a kid apart from dragon balls and what not but now i've started watching um, them again and full metal alchemist brotherhood uh, is a remake of the original series but what a fucking story man i think it's one of the best the best anime ever written hmm. oh my god it's so good like death note was i thought is great as well yeah. and that is a great great fucking series it is brotherhood comes close as well nice um and yeah we've just been watching a lot of anime queen's gambit and gaming that's been my life after 5 pm <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy man how do, how are you and catching up on joe rogan man some spectacular stuff about asian civilizations he's had some guests in the past so i've been catching up on those episodes oh really damn yeah i should listen i'll send it to you yeah this this guy called graham fuck forget his name um he wrote a book 
I'm going to read his book after this. He wrote a book called uh, Magicians of the Fingerprints of something and Magicians of the Ancient Ancient Civilization, something like that. Okay. And you know, and he's talking about stuff like how the Sphinx is older than it all actually is. He's talking about what like cataclysm events like the Ice Age that the Ice Age was an instantaneous thing that happened in North America right. and that's the reason why stuff like the human life changed after that event and that's why the mammoths went extinct some really really ancient stuff about history but it's so interesting because he has an alternative view to mainstream archaeology and mainstream history oh so ooh on that yeah. front did you see this netflix documentary called secrets of sakara no oh, i haven't sure that's good it's really good yeah, yeah. I I will definitely watch it. So the episode is uh features Graham Hancock that's the author. He's a very very established author for alternative uh history and archaeology and some great books he's written some great books but yeah he's talking about stuff that uh ancients like he he's talking about a civilization in Turkey that's older than Egyptians and everyone else hmm. like that's interesting. 12,000 years ago more than that ha huh, that would be at least and how 3 4000 years before before whole mm. the egyptians yeah okay that's interesting <laughs> now i'm intrigued i'll i mean i mean there's a, there's there's a city they found in turkey and that's how old it dates and it's got astronomical stuff happening as well like it all the monuments there face true north not are not not pole or not like true north fuck and just f- fabulous stuff that he's written about and uh, yeah it's been i was catching up on that nice past two days nice man but yeah man i think joe rogan is a gift to this world the kind of stuff he does he talks about geology <laughs> like he has guests who are geologists and the amount i've learned from that podcast i have taken a geology class in my college right I've learned more from that podcast than that podcast than I did in that semester of my college. Ah. Okay. It's incredible stuff. Incredible stuff. Incredible. Of course he has the crazy guys as well, but you know like yeah. he has some legit scientists. He had the editor of Skeptical Magazine debate live with these with Graham Hancock and this geologist live in his podcast. Yeah. And that guy is skeptic about everything. <laughs> and right. <coughs> and they They had him, you know. They 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 had him admit a few things on that podcast as well. I wanna, I wanna read that magazine now. Skeptic yeah. magazine. Oh man. Sometimes it feels like that guy is paid off by every fucking person there is <laughs> to defend their theories. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so this is the kind of stuff obscure shit we've been doing. Yeah. Now. Oh shit! I didn't realize that we we're past an hour already. Fuck. Yeah, I I think it's time to wrap up the episode but before we go, uh we, I have a we have a giveaway for you guys. Uh since Cyberpunk is going to launch in a few in a week and 10 days, I guess. We're going give, doing a giveaway for one of the t-shirts, uh an official Cyberpunk t-shirt for for you guys. Uh whoever wins can uh, can get that t-shirt in your size. You have to get in touch with us. and uh, this uh, giveaway is sponsored by games the shop of course they are the, the other guys who are doing it if you want that t- by the way that you you cannot buy that t-shirt uh, you only get that t-shirt if you pre-order the game from games the shop on any platform and you get the t-shirt free why 
while stock lasts and it's only exclusive for pre-orders like if the game launches and you buy decide to buy then you won't get that t-shirt so it's a very exclusive t-shirt um yeah so i think i'm just going to ask you a very simple question like when is cyberpunk releasing because it's been delayed so many times <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question <laughs> <laughs> right so if you know when this when the game is launching or releasing all over the world let us know on twitter uh, and uh, we'll pick a random winner and then you can send us your t-shirt size and we'll send it across to you there's only one t-shirt to give away because that game has sold so fucking much in india as well that they're running out of t-shirts oh shit but i got i them. just realized yeah. as you were saying i have this t-shirt they sent it to me i got it in the mail last week and then i just Yes. Boxed it today. It's a fantastic yes. t-shirt. It is, right? Yes. It's not like a cheap t-shirt made anywhere. It's a legit t-shirt. It is. Yeah. Oh, they're giving yeah. this away so, yeah. with pre-orders of the game. Yes. Oh, yes. So they sent it to us. They sent it to us. I wore it last week. I took a picture also. <laughs> I'm not posting that anywhere, but yeah. Uh that's just me. But yeah, they, these this that's the t-shirt uh, one t-shirt we get to give away because they're almost out. Oh wow! So I've I've reserved one piece from each size for our listeners. Whoever wins, whatever your size is, you'll get it. Um, but yeah, um, we need to know soon though. Yeah, in the next few days. But yeah, so yeah, this is your chance to win the Cyberpunk exclusive Cyberpunk t-shirt that you can only get via pre-orders. Yeah, uh, big thanks to Games the Shop for doing this with us. Yeah, that's a nice tea. Uh, how much is the game itself in India? Uh, it depends uh, on for PC. I think it is three thousand something. Okay. Let me let me just look it up. Look it up quickly. Um, and on 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 console, it's four thousand bucks if I'm not mistaken. Um, but I can give you the official full prices right now. On yeah, on the PS4, on the Xbox, it is four thousand bucks. On the PC, it is twenty five hundred bucks. They also sell. They are also selling the the collector's edition, which has that massive fucking statue. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, usually, you don't get to buy special editions in India, but for Cyberpunk, they're doing it. That's for twenty five grand with the game. Fuck it, I'll get the limited edition. Uh, the collector's edition. Yeah, it's called yeah. Collect it's it's incredible. Uh, just look it up on YouTube. It's a fucking car that's crashing, and there's a guy come. Sorry, it's a bike, and the guy and V, the main character, is shooting. Whatever. It's a great fucking statue. Nice. Yeah. But twenty five hundred is a pretty. I mean, is a steal for a game that's what over hundred and seventy five hours. <laughs> yeah, or more, Fuck. or more. That's insane. I'm yeah. excited. Twenty five hundred bucks on PC is incredible. Yeah. yeah, you can get you'll get the GOG code as well, so you're directly supporting the the developers. Yep. You know, if you get it on Steam and whatnot, you know, Steam takes a cut out of it, but GOG is their yeah. platform. Yeah, they own. So it. when you buy from, yeah, so when you buy from Games Shop, they send you a GOG code. Good, 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 good. I like GOG. Yeah. Uh, for those that don't know, GOG is good old games. Yeah. And it's an incredible platform that tracks everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which reminds me, I should update that. They did, right? The Galaxy 2.0. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know if... Uh, yeah, I don't know if they have a new update out in the past few months or not. I haven't opened it in a while. Ah. But yeah, I'll update it. Because I think I'm going to play that game on PC. For once, I want to play a game... Review a game on PC. If I get to review it, that is. Oh, man. That game is all over the place. Oh, Yeah. 
Did you see the 8T Cyberpunk edition? I did. I want one. If they don't send one I to me, one. I will not talk to them. So if you're listening, you know who you are. You know you should send it to <laughs> no, me. No, no, they are, they are they are listening. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh they do that every week. It's funny how like you know like what if we talk about the stuff on Twitter nobody listens but if we do it on a podcast everybody listens it's the power of the spoken word or some bullshit <laughs> yeah twitter is just crazy man i i've been staying off i think the last 2 3 weeks i just didn't care about twitter i haven't i barely went on there other than posting like one dumb tweet about the whole lord of the rings shit uh but yeah i'm off twitter i don't care about the fucking platform it's just so full of nonsense you've been under the radar i mean yeah even when i was active i never really cared that much about twitter as a platform anyway it's so funny the the three of us none of us are as active as you would expect from people in our line of work yeah i only actually even use twitter because of the fact that i have to look at it for work related stuff if it not for work i would not even bother that's the only thing i used twitter for for work related stuff and sometimes funny videos <laughs> oh yeah that darwin award <laughs> stuff is really funny yeah and there's some cctv full you know footage stuff that people do stupid shit all over there's a account that i follow so i go there to see it of course there yeah, is yeah hmm. all right <coughs> fun i think it's time we end all this one right. eh Yeah man it was fun yeah, it was. uh i thought uh, when we when we started recording I'm like ah dhruv is not yeah. here fuck what are we you know what's going to happen and this was a fun conversation and we didn't even notice the time yeah. well thank you for being here harish i know it's been a busy week for you and for dhruv and for me as well but that was the 34th episode of untitled gadget podcast we will surely start with off with a new season when all three of us are there which should which will be next week and uh and then we're going to be into cyberpunk week yeah so, and also qualcomm yeah. week so, yeah, and and qualcomm other week. hardware weeks i know i i know stuff already mm. which i talk about yeah and i was not even to i mean i can technically no, no, no. that stuff because oh, you didn't i yeah okay. uh, I, i didn't i didn't sign any embargo but i'm going to be fair to the people and i'm not one of those guys to get people to drop good 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 lots of exciting stuff next week so yeah you should listen in yeah there's going to be a lot of stuff <laughs> all right see you guys we will see you at our next episode 35th episode or season 2 whatever the fuck we'll <laughs> call it <laughs> great way to build up excitement for a new season man whatever <laughs> no i mean I, i'm we are, we still haven't decided whether we're still going to carry the number like 35 right, right. 36 yeah. we're going to continue that or not so but yeah uh, we'll start off with a new jingle as well harish yes. we're counting on you of course I'm going to do something different. Yeah, yeah. And uh yeah, uh let us know if you have anything interesting to talk about for us to talk about, we'll talk about that as well. We will see you later guys. Bye-bye. Bye.